Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Wind Down Rewind, where we rewind the latest in entertainment and pop culture news. We, we back, we back. I know, you just want to say my mouth. I was going to say, we back, bitches. <laughs> I was going to say bitches, but I was like, wait a minute. Is that appropriate for our first show back? <laughs> hey, you know, we've been gone so long, they might have thought how we do it here. You right. <laughs> How you have you been over our little mini hiatus, Tammy? Ah, I really I've been catching up on my shows. Um, I got back into because you know I started to really be into like streaming TV and everything like that, like Netflix, Hulu, like that's how I was watching all these shows, and I finally got back into like actual like network shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's, it's been, I want to say almost a year since I've really been into network shows, but I'm back on like my Chicago PD, my FBI, like, you know, um, all American, like I'm trying to get back into the flow of that. So I guess that, that was one good thing is I could just sit and just, you know, um, try to catch up on my show. So I, I'm, I'm almost there. I'm almost there, but, um, I'm still, I'm still lacking on my reading. Because <laughs> I know you said like you caught up on your reading during this time. But yeah, that reading, ain't, it ain't popping off. It ain't popping off. What about you, Eddie? I had the same. I, I, I feel like uh, the extended hiatus did us some good uh, personally, creatively. Got the juices flowing again. Um, was able to just to really decompress and, you know, took everything down the website all of it and um reworked it so hopefully people are like the new look new flow of the website and look forward to some things coming along and uh you know I took I think it took a lot of the pressure off so it was good got to I did catch up on some reading um and a, a little bit of writing too so um but yeah so I, I enjoyed it and I, I, on the other hand, didn't watch as much TV, um, not each streaming movies. Any, I really didn't watch a lot. Um, I, I found myself reading more, which was good, which was pretty good. Except I'd get into a book or a series, and then I'd end up staying up all freaking night, <laughs> getting an hour of sleep before I had to get up and go to the day job because I was just so enthralled <laughs> by the, whatever I was reading. So, you know, but hey, it's all good. Um, so take it a lot. A lot has gone down since uh, we last did a rewind. So uh, we thought it would be a good idea to just talk about all the shit that we kind of missed. Um, so I, I titled this one, I think, the one where we play catch up. Um, oh, that's a good one. I like that title. Uh, you know, just kind of <laughs> talking about stuff that might be a little bit old news to you guys, but just kind of. And I'm I'm kind of happy it worked out this way because some stuff is it, we won't have to keep rehashing week after week. We can just have our one conversation about it and move on because a lot of it I think has almost been settled for the most part, you know. But it's still kind of interesting. Um, but I don't know where do you want to begin. I, I'll, I'll leave it to you, dealer's choice. Where do you want to start with this? Um, I mean, you know, let let let's start with. The slap heard around the roll. Okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that was a big one. It's been going on for a couple weeks now, so you know, let's get that out of the way. Okay. Um. I'm sure you all know about the Oscars and what happened. Although, at this point, I don't think anybody can tell you anyone who won an Oscar besides maybe Will Smith. And I think the fact that he won was kind of overshadowed by um the slap. Uh, so, you know, 
for those of you that don't know if you've been hiding under a rock for the last month, um, Chris Rock made an unseemly joke uh, about Jada Pinkett Smith and her alopecia. Um, Will took objection to that and uh, went up on stage and bitch slapped Chris and then went sat down like nothing happened. Got up a few, about an hour or so later, accepted his award, went out to party and hey, it wasn't quite that simple, but um, so did you watch the Oscars live? I did not. You know, I don't watch award shows anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't watch it live either because, you know, I hate commercials and I just kind of always want to fast forward through the bullshit of award shows mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a notice, but I did get a notice on my phone. So when I saw the notice, I'm like, oh, was it a bit, right? And then the more notices that kept coming through, I'm like, oh, so it wasn't a bit. So then I saw the whole thing and I was like, oh, and so, I, yeah, what was your reaction to it? Um, okay, so <clears throat> I thought I thought it was a joke as well. I thought it was a skit that they were doing, um, that it was a big joke um, that they were playing, they were, they were playing up. Um, and so like, I kind of didn't want to watch the video, um, because I was just like, like, it's going to come out that it was a ha ha funny, funny kind of thing that just kind of turned a little bit more serious than they thought. And, you know, so I was just like, whatever. But as the news kept going, I was just like, oh shit, like he really walked up on stage during this man's job and smacked the shit out of him in front of millions of people around the world? And then sat back in his seat and then went up and started to cry about it? I was like, oh. Um, look. <laughs> My whole mindset is, and I'm just going to put it out there, is um, I'm going with the mindset that Chris Rock did not know about Jada's um, what is it called again? Alopecia? Yes. I don't believe that he knew. I had no idea because my world does not revolve around Will and Jada. Um, I had no idea whatsoever. Um, Because when I finally heard the joke, I was like, G.I.J. Like, yeah, because, you know, the bald head. I was like, okay, I get it. They were like, oh, yeah, but it goes along with the fact of, like, because she had to, like, shave, you know, shave her head bald because, and I was like, oh, I don't think he knew. And I think he made the joke based off of how she was styled and now it it looks like a, a joke in bad taste. And I, I'll, I'll definitely um, agree with that joke in bad taste. But I do not feel that at the time that he knew and was making a joke um, based on her uh, illness or, you know, what she was going through. And Will laughed in the beginning, looked at Jada, saw her rolling her eyes, decided that he wanted to be the man of the house, got up on stage smacked um, Chris Rock, walked away, cursed him out, went and sat back down. He should be very happy that Chris Rock was professional enough not to go after him when he smacked him. I'm just going to say that because we would have been rumbling on on stage in camera full of millions of people. Like, you would have gotten some kind of hit back. You would have gotten some kind of hit back. Like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You're not embarrassing me like that. But yeah, but that's my general opinion. <laughs> okay. Um, there is a lot to the story, so I, I'm kind of glad you we broke it down there. I'm, I have an opposite take. 
believe it or not. Um, I, I'm of the mindset that, and I'm going to coin, I'm going to steal a Chris Rock face here from one of his classic standups. Will, Will shouldn't have done it, but I understand. There's a whole history there between Chris Rock and the Smiths. And um, it's a history of bad blood. Um, that Chris has made several jokes about Jada. And or and I'm using jokes in air quotes. And I understand he's a comedian. I understand they, they say what they want to say. And, you know, I understand anyone's talking about the whole First Amendment. I get that, whatever. But you know my rule about, you know what I say. Yeah, you can say whatever you want to say, but be prepared to deal with the consequences. And Will had told Chris on several occasions, leave my wife's name out your mouth. Stop saying jokes. Um, you know, and so the whole alopecia thing, it is in, in especially in Hollywood, especially in those circles, it's well known that she has alopecia. Um, they have a history where they she and Chris Rock dated, whatever. Um, but so I, I kind I understand he overreacted. I'm not gonna even say that he didn't. And I think you know, Denzel said it, and I'm I'm not making excuses for Will at all because the fallout has just been horrendous. But, um, and not just for Will, but and we'll get and we'll get into that. But taking it from what we saw that night, um, I think it was just a moment where, well, first the laughing part. Sometimes you know you're going along with it, and it's like you're having a conversation, and it, it, it's just like a real a conversation. You're you're in you're caught up in the conversation, and then someone says something, and you're just laughing, and then all of a sudden it dawns on you like, what the fuck this motherfucker just say? And so I I take it as that, and I I think it was just a, a moment where he stepped outside of himself. Again, he shouldn't have done it. It was an overreaction, but I I also understand how it happened. Um, I hate that the run-up got done up happened, especially between two black men on that stage, literally in that moment at that on that night. Um, I hate that it overshadowed everything else. And I agree with you. I don't know that I would have had the professional decorum that Chris Rock had and not went ape shit on that motherfucker. Like you just come up to me and you slap me in the middle of doing my job, telling a joke, no matter how inappropriate, how rude, disrespectful it is, at the end of the day, it's still a joke. And we get that. But I can't say that it wouldn't have been cussing back, some type of yelling back and forth. It may have just turned into that stereotypical, quote unquote, black moment that no one wanted to see. Um, so that is my take on the initial slap. And there's a lot more that goes into it. Um, they had told Will Chris when he was prepping the joke not to tell that joke. Um, so who said that? Yeah. I didn't hear that. Um, the the head of the the head the president day I forgot his name, but when when in rehearsals he had been told specifically not to tell that joke. Um, like I said, the the bad blood between the Smith and Chris Rock is not a very big secret. Like it's a history of bad blood there. And so, and Will had told him privately before, keep my wife's name out your mouth. Like this is not the first time he's made distasteful jokes in regards to Jada. So that was the one thing. Um, but 
yeah, so that was just my take on it. Like I said, I hate that it happened the way it happened. I hate that it went down like that. I hate that it overshadowed everything else, including Will's moment, including everyone else who won. Because normally you have all these great interviews from the winners the next day, and it seemed like all anyone could talk about was the slap. Um, I I do appreciate that... Um, he owned up to it. I do appreciate that he apologized. Um, I hate, I also appreciate that, you know, um, Chris Rock has already said, stop asking me about it. Cause unless you pay me, I'm not, ta- I'm not talking about it. Um, you know, and it, it, it didn't hurt him in the least. It, it caused him some embarrassment, but you know, his tickets, his shows, they've skyrocketed. They've all sold out. Um, but here's the next thing. Do you, one of the conversations, I'll go here and then I'll go to the next one. The con- the punishment, after Will had already resigned, um, I think the, 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 the board was out for blood. What about you? I think they were justified in being out for blood. But why? Because even if you resigned, your resign was trying to stop us from putting out the punishment that you knew you deserved. Harvey Weinstein, how Harvey Weinstein hasn't been removed. Uh, Will, uh, Mel Gibson hasn't been removed. Um, Have they ever slapped somebody on the program? Harvey Weinstein is a convicted sex offender. Have they slapped somebody on the program? So you're saying that based... But that's what the punishment is for, though. Like, the punishment isn't for... Because you you got other people who have Oscars who shouldn't have Oscars because they've done stuff, they've done criminal activity, and they still get to keep their Oscars. That's not what the punishment is for. I think it would have been different if it had been backstage. It had been different if it had been backstage. But you literally, in the middle of the program, when he's on stage, walked on stage in front of millions of people and smacked them. So... Yeah, I'm okay with I'm okay with your punishment. Like I think that he resigned in order to kind of be like, well, hey, before y'all suspend me because I know it's coming, I'm just gonna resign. So y'all don't really have to do anything. No, he should be glad that they let him keep his Oscar. Now, granted, I wouldn't have agreed if they had tried to take his Oscar away because he won it before all the nonsense happened. But the suspension sticks. I'm, I'm on the side of the Oscars on the suspension because whether you resigned or not, I would have suspended you anyway. You did it on my program. I think it was. You tainted think, the whole entire show. You The whole entire show. Nobody gets to enjoy their win from 2022 because of you. No one. I can agree with that. I can't, I can't, and I even said that. It overshadowed everything about that night. But I still think that, I still think the the punishment was punitive. I understand your suspension. I really do. But 10 years, come on. That's longer than you get on a first misdemeanor assault charge. Like 10 years, it was punitive. Oh, and it was, and it was petty. You know why they did the 10 years. Yeah. But, and it was petty because, yeah. um, Like, the the board because he 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 did he resigned his membership before you could they were also mad that he had called and like the guy's name the the president of the academy they were mad because he had called him um and was talking to him um and apologized to him 
and went to him before they went to the board and they were like and then they found out about the phone call well why weren't we involved in the phone call so it was just like all this petty shit so on top of everything else but we're human though we are human and I'm not going to say that we're not but on top of everything else I I also think the punishment was and I hate and I don't want to necessarily put it in there but we like you said we know why the punishment was as stiff as it was we know why the overreaction came the way it did. Um, you know, like everyone all of a sudden saying, oh, I'm so traumatized. And I'm like, why the fuck are you traumatized? You weren't the one that was slapped on stage. And it was just so embarrassing for me. And I'm like, but you're not Chris Rock, you know. Um, so I get it. And also, it, 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 I, like I said, I hate that it happened on stage. I hate that it happened in that moment. I hate that it happened between two black men. Um, and and I, I, I mean, so I, I hate all of that. Now, my next question is, do you think that one moment should negate everything else that he's done? No. No. I, I, I don't think it's a reflection on his talent. I don't think that it's a reflection on you know what he brings to the table um but my whole thing is that granted whether you agree with the slap or not whether you understood the slap or not consequences was coming and i get that i I, I do i I understand that yeah i feel that the consequences that he got was the consequences that you got because it was on national tv and you went up and you smacked him. And like I keep saying, he should be glad that Chris Rock was professional enough to laugh it off and keep doing his job. Like that that's honestly it. Because if it was another dude, it probably would have been a different story. It probably would have been a different story. Another thing I have is, would he has, have done that if it was a white comedian who made that joke? Would a white comedian have made the joke though? And, and then that that's another that's another thing. You know, would a white comedian have made the joke? Because they probably wouldn't have got away with it. But also if they had been bold enough to make the joke, like Ricky Gervais, right? He can make some real harsh jokes about celebrities in Hollywood. All right. Um, would you have gone on stage and smacked him? Like I just feel like 10 years, go for it. I said you can still win an Oscar. I mean, you got to get a job first, but you can still win an Oscar. And and that's the thing. It's like <laughs> I I don't I don't you know. Again, the punishment was punitive. Um, and I'll be damned if you can allow Mel Gibson back after all the bullshit, the actual criminal, racist, misogynistic bullshit that he's doing. Oh, Will Smith will work again. Um. Yeah, it's just going to take time. I think this is their cooling off period. And it shouldn't, one bad moment, horrendously bad moment, one, mo- one moment where you have lapse of judgment should not negate everything you've done in your career. But it will. And it he, will. Deser- he deserves that cooling off period. Like you got a couple year, you got a couple hard years coming your way because you didn't think and you reacted without thinking. And so I don't think they should be no, like he, he should, like he should feel it in his pocket. Like he, you should feel it in your pocket for what you did. 
Like whether it's understood or not, you should feel it in your pocket. The way he smacked the dude. I said, just imagine what Chris Rock's family feel like. Like you, you, you can say you defending your wife, but like his family had to see that of you walking on stage and smacking him and him having to take it. Like <laughs> he didn't have to take it; he chose to take it. Like I said, you know, but he because he was professional enough not to hit back. Like that. That's that's honestly what saved Will Smith. Like, and they'd be like, "Oh, because you got to remember he from Philly." Dude ain't been in Philly in decades. Don't come at me like that. <laughs> he ain't been in Philly in decades. He's an L.A. man through and through. What so, they say, sometimes you can take the man out the hood, but you can't take the hood. No, the, the hood man. is out of Will Smith. I don't care what nobody says. You know what? Let me let me stop. Let me stop. Go ahead, Eddie. <laughs> I ain't talking about Will in general. I'm just saying, sometimes shit, they say the same no, thing about Will, Jay-Z, Will. though. He ain't been in Brooklyn. But yeah, okay. <laughs> Jay-Z a whole nother thing, okay? Jay-Z a whole nother thing. I'm just saying. But, okay, (laughs) the other part of the conversation that really got me was how people were going after Jada. Like, I'm sorry. What? No, go ahead, go ahead. No, finish your your, um, statement. No, it's just like how they were going after her. Like, she pulled a magic string or she had a remote control and made him go up there and hit him. Like, really? You know what's crazy about them is what Will revealed is a he, he revealed a couple things. Number one, that you love your wife way more than she's ever loved you. <laughs> That's one thing. Um, the fact that all that mess that happened a couple years ago, um, with it being revealed that y'all have always had an open relation, uh, open marriage, and you know she slept with other people, you slept with other people. It was always an agreement. All of that is now back in the news. But, um, huh? but she didn't reveal that. That was August Alcina on some clout trip. That re- he's the one who opened that can of worms, and she, all well, she did was try to do press con- damage control over that shit. No, no, no. She tried to do damage control and it did not work. So when this smack happened, now all of that is coming back out. Like, I, I definitely get the fact of, like, August Alcina, like, he, he's the one who put the business out there. But you don't want to that slept with him, right? Uh, you slept with him and then he put, he, he was in an emotional position where he wanted to get back at you um, for realizing that, uh, yeah, this was just like, you know, kind of fuck around moment. Like, we, we ain't gonna be doing nothing else. And so now, but all people's talking about that again. Now that's being revealed. And now other stuff is coming out on how your relationship has been. And not to say, I mean, like, if y'all have always had the agreement on your open marriage, more power to you, like, go for it. But it just brings it to the forefront. So once again, instead of enjoying the fact that Will Smith finally won the Oscar that he should have won years ago, but he's like the black Leonardo DiCaprio. Wait. Or is Leonardo DiCaprio the black Will Smith? Who's younger? They're about the same age. About the same age, right? Okay. I think well, Will might be Leo, Leo got older. his first. So, you know, Leo got his first. But he, he kind of went through the same thing where he's put out really amazing, amazing um, acting and has gotten passed over. And you finally, finally win your Oscar. Fin- and you knew, he knew he was going to win that Oscar. You knew that was coming. 
everybody was talking about how he was about to win. This was his night. And you completely, completely annihilated the enjoyment of it all. Like, you can't enjoy that Oscar. I don't care what you say. Like, you could put it on a shelf, and every time you walk past, you're just going to remember that you fucked up that whole moment for yourself. That is true. That's all that. you gonna remember. You're not gonna remember the joy of when you was on that when you was on that set and the role that you played. No, you are going to remember that you fucked up that whole night. And now they're talking about that. Now, once again, your wife's name is in everybody's mouth again. I don't blame Jada. Jada chilled, Jada's chilled back. I don't blame Jada. That's all will. You made a decision, now you're gonna have to live with the consequence of that decision. Um, so I don't agree with that. But what it does is it brings up any type of hatred or dislike that they have for Jada and her red table talk and all that other stuff with her putting her business out there, her family business and everything like that. Like that's just come back to the forefront. Like and, it just it's just come back out to the forefront. And and I agree with you on that. And you realize just how much people hate her. Mm-hmm. And they love want, him, but they can't but hate her. her. And I was like, wow. So um, just in the double standard, like, in, you know, the whole thing, someone would say open marriage. I'm like, well, what does one have to do with the other? What does, if it works for them, it may not be your choice. It may not be what you would choose for your relationship, but they found something that works for them. So, so be it. Consenting adults. Um, did nobody tell her to put the good stuff on August Alcina? You know, no, no but it's it's basically because her person came out. We never heard of his person. Yeah, his people, yeah. and and that's honestly where the double standard comes in. The only reason why it's a double standard is because her person came out. His people is still tight lipped. Like you, you still don't know who his people are, but you know at least one of her people. And mm-hmm. I think that's 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 really what it's about is not necessarily a double standard. It's only because August Alcina, he, he, you know, he got all emotional and stuff like that. So, yeah. and he thought, he thought, you know, this would bring up his star power and it did not. It was a clout chase. And, and then <laughs> he, he still tried to get in on it, dropping some quick ad hoc song talking about entanglements. I'm like, if you don't go sit your ass down somewhere, cry. Like, don't nobody care. Don't nobody Thank care about you. you I'm like, I'm like, I'm I'm like uh, Justin Timberlake. Find me a river and go shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> right, I agree with you on that. Um, yeah, okay. I I I see. I, I mean, I we'll see. We'll I see. I think he'll do fine. Like it's Will yeah. Smith. Like he's still one of the best actors in the business. Like he he's still top notch. They yeah. give him give him a while. Let 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 Hollywood cool down. It's going to come back to you. Like, you're Will Smith. Like, your career is not over at all. But Despite you what, are going to give them, you have to give them time to cool down. And Stay I out of the limelight. And I appreciate that. He has been, he's been pretty much zero dark 30 since. And, you know. Yeah, his PR uh, probably told him. Yeah. And I, I get it. His ass down. And, and and I get it. He, you know, like I said, I you I can't dispute anything you said about ruining the night, not just for yourself but for others um, as well. Wait, because it, can it we just talk about everything. who else won? Um, your 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 girl Jessica Chastain won. Yes, for that's what that's what I was really Kenny focused Fett. on. I don't care about the rest of them. <laughs> she won for the movie that's named after me. 
Yeah, I want. I still want to see the performance. It's kind of like I heard it was kind of. It's like on Hulu. Simpsons. Wait, is it Hulu yeah. or is it HBO Max? It's one of them. Yeah, um, I, I I still heard that it was kind of like the movie itself was kind of like Spencer. The movie wasn't great, but the acting was phenomenal. Um, That's what I heard too. I heard she was absolutely phenomenal in the role, but the movie, eh, hit or miss. Yeah. Well, we we you know we did a mini review of Spencer. That shit was ooh okay. Coda um, <laughs> surprise. Now the big surprise of the night for me um, was Coda won for best film. I thought it was going to go. Everyone pretty much thought it was going to go to Power of the Dog. Although Jane Champion, um, Champion won for uh, best, best director. director. Yeah, but um, Power of the Dog was an interesting movie. It was really good. So I still I haven't watched Coda yet, which I'm going to watch, but. Um, yeah, I really want to watch that. I I heard it's really good. Yeah, really so, good. So maybe we'll watch it. And, okay, so as since it is the Oscar winner, since it won Best Oscar, I say we should watch it and do either uh, uh, we should either do a full show or a bone or a extra butter on it. Okay. okay, I'm gonna have to come to your house for that though because I I don't have Apple Plus. Okay, not a problem. We can set that up. <laughs> Um, so speaking of awards, we can kind of keep it going. Um, did you watch the Grammys? Eddie. No. <laughs> no. Okay, let me rephrase. Did you go back and YouTube any of the Grammy performances? Okay, so here's the weird thing. Usually YouTube is my friend, but I couldn't find full performances on YouTube. Um, so I watched the ones I could. I could only really find clips. Um, maybe I just wasn't looking, you know, in the right place, but the, you know, cause you, usually it's like the first couple videos that come up is the full performances that people have posted. I could not find a, like a real full, I think the only one I saw was Silk Sonic. I'd already watched BTS when they actually performed. Um, so I'd already watched, um, their performance the next day. Um, I saw a little bit of Little Nas X, um, her. Her performed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw um, her, Billie Eilish, and that was it. I don't know who else performed, but those were the only people that I could find, um, you know, to watch their uh, performance. Well, quite honestly, uh, it, it, you, you're not wrong. For some reason, usually, like, the last couple of years, the Grammys would put up all the performances on their YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and they didn't this year. Um, Silk Sonic... Uh, kicked off the show and you named pretty much the top performances of the night okay like, um, <laughs> it was a performance I, I kind of like what they did it was cute that they had it in Vegas and I guess because you know um, they had to push it back and a lot of stuff may have been booked in LA like for basketball playoffs and all that um, I don't know but it was cute it was a nice change of scenery um, Trevor Noah they did not uh, talk too much about the slap because this happened like a week later so it wasn't you know they didn't make a lot of jokes about it it was really tasteful because um, you know by that time it was kind of like oh can we just move on to something else by now um, it was very performance heavy um, they didn't do a lot of um, they didn't show a lot of the rewards were done in the pre-ceremony um, were given out um, one other performance that I really liked was John Baptiste's performance and his album won Album of the Year. Um, 
the Foo Fighters were supposed to perform, um, and of course they didn't due to the death of Taylor Hawkins. That gutted me. Um, were you a Foo Fighters fan? I was, but I, I'll be honest, the only person I knew... Dave Grohl? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, the rest of them were background to me. Sure I understand. See, look at... <laughs> see, oh, even oh see, she, 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 don't, she don't think she understand that part. <laughs> yeah, she's like, how can you be a Foo Fighters fan and not be a Taylor Hawkins fan? I know, um, I know. But yeah, no, that that was one of those deaths that just kind of hit it, that hit different. It kind of sits with you. Um, God, I was like, oh, but yeah, so they did a special, um, they kicked off the memorial with him, um, and then Billie Eilish for um, a shirt, but yeah, so, ah, Foo Fighters just, ah. um, anyway, uh, they were supposed to perform and they didn't, but yeah, you mentioned the best performances, and not to sound like a total stand, but by far, the best performance to me. BTS, baby. It was so BTS. good. BTS. Killed you know, it. Like, okay, and I think we, and they even kind of talked about a little bit, like, I know you you still love them, but you've kind of grown, you know, you kind of I've grown a little beyond on. BTS, but I yeah. can still fully appreciate their amazing talent. Yeah, and so they, um, and last year's performance was good, but you know, it was taped because of we were still in the midst and the height of Corona. Mm-hmm. So I think that I think for the first time, this is the first time that they've performed live and that American audiences have actually gotten a taste of what they do on Asian award shows because they put they they're given their time in a lot of their shows, especially when they perform, to put on a show. And just their stage presence and how they got that all down. And considering that they they said they really didn't have time to rehearse it the way they wanted to, um, especially the jacket thing, they always messed up because Jen was hurt. And so he was out. They had to rework it um, when they got to Vegas because he'd hurt his arm. JK was had Rona, so he couldn't. When he got to the U.S., he tested positive for Rona. Uh, gosh, J-Hope only got to Vegas the day before on that Saturday because he had just cleared Rona protocols in in um, in Korea. So it was just like, they were like, we didn't really have a chance to practice it. And then when we did practice it, we always messed up on the jacket part. And I was like, oh, damn. And besides the fact that J-Hope almost ate it, that was really the only major mess up. But he, he recovered cool. Like, that was a cool recovery. Um, but yeah, I, I love their performance, and I'm like, I hope this isn't just me being a BTS fan. But it no, was really, it was it, it was, was really good. Cute. It was creative. It, I like the whole James Bond feel of it all. Um, you know, and of course the internet, the army freaked out about V quote unquote flirting with Olivia Rodrigo, and I'm like, okay, he can't even really speak English. Like what he said. <laughs> Like how he like, and I I saw that like I was just like I thought it was so cute, but that's like a Western mindset, and the fact of saying that these fans think that they own them, which still to this day I find the creepiest shit ever. Yeah. Um, but like I thought it was so cute on like how he was pretending like he was whispering in her ear, and she was just like, "Wait, what?" And then when she realized it, she was like, mm-hmm, "Yeah," mm-hmm. and I was just like, "That is so cute!" Like that interaction because you like. 
he's gorgeous. Yeah, and, <laughs> like, he, and he, I feel like, oh no, tell me more because you are gorgeous. gorgeous. <laughs> and he's and he's the social butterfly of the group, and well, one of them when he wants to be. And um, it, it, yeah, so I was just like, okay, but I love the whole scene, the way they just had him enter and all of that kind of stuff. And I was like, this is a really because you know when you hear butter, it's like, okay, what are y'all gonna do? And the AMA performance was just a standard performance, but for the Grammys, I was like, okay, they're gonna perform butter, and you know, and but when I, I was like, oh wow, this is really good. Um, I still think they got robbed. Kiss Me More was a good song. I still don't think it was song of the year, though. But I'll, I said they should have been up for a, another song, too, for another award, too. But we'll see what happens. Well, hey, um, speaking, let's keep it on music real quick. Um, I want another big story, Kanye. We talked about it before, so no need to rehash all that. But he did go full on um, the stalking. Um, and the gaslighting of Kim and Pete got worse. Um, and then about a week ago, um, he dropped out of Coachella, like at the very last minute. He was replaced with Swedish House Mafia and um, The Weeknd. Although I don't think anybody was really, really upset about him dropping out of Coachella. But hopefully if the reason he dropped out um, is because he's seeking treatment, um, is true, then I hope that is true. Um, I, I do hope he is seeking treatment and I hope that he gets better um, and actually continues on with the treatment this time um, for the safety of his family um, and himself. You know, so we will see. Are you going to add to that? Huh? He's great, great. Didn't he buy a house across the street from her? Mm -hmm. And said it was to keep close to his kids, but it was really just a stalker? Yeah, hopefully, like hopefully, you know, once he's thinking more clearly, he who will... in his peoples is not like I. I don't understand this whole. I don't get this whole not calling people out for their bad behavior. Well, like I we get... get mad when they don't do it to white men. But then we, a lot of times, don't do it either. And I'm just like, I'm calling him out. Like, he's been wrong from the beginning. Like, just completely wrong. Like, and whoever is in his crew or his posse or whatever it's called, and not telling him, like, bro, you gone too far. Like, you need to chill. Like, you need to take several seats. You you doing too much. Like this is your family, and this is what you're doing to your to your wife, to your ex wife. Like I, he needs somebody to tell him the truth because obviously the people around him ain't been really calling him out. I don't know because he you know signs their paychecks or what, but that means you ain't got no real friends around you. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. You ain't got no real friends around you. That's what happens when you you surround yourself by sycophants and all they want, all they care about is when the money is coming or what you can do for them or the clout that they can get from getting in this restaurant or that restaurant by saying they're part of Kanye West's crew or whatever. But yeah, um, they don't realize that if he does something, just if, if this goes full on worst case fucking scenario, which is where it looked like it was headed for a while. Um, then the money's going to stop coming and the clout and then you're not going to want to tell anybody that you were part of his crew because if you come to me looking for a job I'd be like um, 
So you were there when all this went down, but what did you do to try to prevent it? And you, you have a great point. We, we always want to make excuses for um, our Black men. And, and for some of that, we, we understand what we've been through as a culture. I get it. But there are times when, no, you got to call them out. Um, you know, I'm tired of the excuse, oh, he never got over his mother's death. Um, you know, uh, always making excuses for him. Well, she did this. She made, he knew who she was when, she married, when he married her. He, he's talked about how proud he was of that tape in several, several songs. So it's not like, you know, any of that matters. You know, whether you're a Kardashian fan or not a Kardashian fan, no woman deserves that. And if a woman that rich, that white, can't afford the protection, then what the fuck is in store for the rest of us? I agree. I co-sign that. So, um, like I said, I hope... Um, it doesn't break my heart that he's not performing at Coachella because I've been good on Kanye for a while. Um, you know, Donda 1 and Donda, I don't think Donda 2 has ever come out. But Donda, even though it was nominated for a Grammy, I think it won, um, wasn't his best. It was better than some of the stuff he'd been putting out, but still. Um, so, you know, I, I just, I, I do hope um, for the sake of his family, his children, himself, um, and everyone else that he does get the help that he is getting the help that he needs and you know not making light of mental illness but um, again there's only so so much that that excuses especially when you know what you're dealing with and you're dealing with someone who refuses to um, acknowledge it and seek the proper treatment for it so um, we'll, I guess we'll put that in our to be continued file to see how that goes on um Speaking of black men and Grace, did you hear what did you call it? Becky and Tyrone. <laughs> Becky kills Tyrone. <laughs> um, not to it's make not, light of a man's death, but yeah, not to make light of a man's death. But this one, gosh. So <laughs> set it up, I, set it up, Betty. His name, his he, he, his name. I think they called him Tony. Um, and Tony was some type of influencer or something, some, I don't know. Um, I never personally never heard of Tony until the story broke um, a week or so ago. No, she's part of, she's an influencer on the sexy, on the sexy social media. What's that yes. sexy? She has an OnlyFans, but he was some type of, he was some type oh, of Oh, he was something too. too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they were an influencing couple, lived in Miami. He was black. She was white. Um, he went on and on and on about how black women were this, black women was that. Like he degraded us, he disrespected <gasps> us. He did it um, like that. Um, oh my God, what's those two dudes in uh, Miami who talk about how they don't date black women? Oh my God. Yeah, I know. We talked about them before. The ones that were on Fresh that and something. Show. Yeah, the ones yeah. that were on that got clowned when they went on DJ Academics talking all that shit. Yes, 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 yes. Although Just they went on a. They went talking clown shit on a clown show. So, you know. <laughs> uh, but, so, yeah, he was on that level. Just totally, totally disrespect. Um, always putting her out there, how she was so much better than Black women. Just, like, stereotypical, horrible, horrible shit. Well, um, she's an influencer on OnlyFans and a quote-unquote Instagram model and all that kind of stuff. And um, 
so last week she stabbed him to death. Um, and now people are mad at black women because, you know, black Twitter and black woman Twitter, they they were not having it. You know, it was like, oh, okay, he, he died, but we're not going to get out there and we're not going to march for him. We not, like, he, you know, it was very little sympathy. I'm not going to say empathy, because like you said, not to make light of anyone's death. Um, no matter who, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not close. We ain't marching that. in the streets for you, boo. Yeah, but that's the bottom line. So now everyone's like, well, you know, uh, why are you being so misogynistic? Why are we emasculating the black man? Uh, we need to protect our black men. If we he did it more. first, yo. And that's where we are. Most of us are at that point. Like, yo, how many times do we have to be disrespected and still come up and march for you, still pull up for you? Like, you will drive by us, literally stop the car, shoot me at point blank range, run over my body, drag me, dump me in a landfill. But then you get a paper cut and you want to dig me up and want me to be your biggest fucking cheerleader. <laughs> That's a perfect example, Eddie. <laughs> like, really? And and so it's just like, yo, so his family, now, I agree with, there's certain things I agree with. I don't agree with you all of a sudden expecting us to put on the cape and just go out there and cape for your ass. I really don't, because I'm not. Not saying that, you know, he was somebody to someone. There are Black women out there that loved him. His mama, his aunties, grandmas, whatever. And they have every right to mourn his death. Um, they have every right to feel how they feel. But we also have to say, when is enough enough? You know, um, if it if it were if if Chad had killed my black ass, would he be out there caping for me? Nope. You know. So, and now here's now here's the thing. So apparently they had a toxic relationship, quote unquote, and. She, being that she is white, um, she's not in jail. She's at some wellness retreat um, because, you know, the police have been called several times and she's claiming self-defense. And um, But it his, was an equal opportunity. When they were called, they were called for her and him at the same time. Exactly. And so now his parents, um, are wanting the cause of justice. Well, you know, she's crying those tears. Um, you got a big black man who was quote unquote assaulting. So of course they're going to take her word over his until they get oh I don't know just I don't even know what type of evidence it would take to convict her. Um, but again, if it was my black ass, you we they wouldn't have let us go to a wellness retreat. Will we be so, able to even afford a wellness retreat? Well, you know, if we was the only fans Instagram model, I'm sure. You're right. You're right. We would have been about that life. You know. So I I this story is just so problematic on so many levels. Um and then his family, they're like, well, he needs y'all support and you should be out there supporting him. No. <laughs> you know, so I, I I will say, you know, he, he does deserve to rest. Um, in, yeah, in, in rest peace. in fucking peace. Um, but I, I'm not going to. Becky killed you, my bad. I'm not going to protest. Like, you know, the, you 
Process uh, what? Like he learned the hard way. The grass ain't always green on the other side. You got you what you right. wanted, and you thought your and life. He kept would talking be... about how the grass was greener. You know, so um, yeah, that that's just one of those 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 stories. Um, and then, whew, child, I'm gonna let you take this one. The Black Lives Matter house. What the fuck? <laughs> and every time we try to have something good. Um, for anyone that does not know so um, a New York Times story came out uh, about the fact that um, the Black Lives Matter organization which I found out is like they got different chapters and different like parts of the Black Lives Matter um, um, organization but Basically, they bought a $6 million home in California. $6 million. Um, But then in the news story, it also came out that you got a lot of local chapters of BLM that um, is struggling, you know, just to help, you know, people locally. Um, but y'all are able to afford a $6 million home. They did not actually announce it for, um, they bought it in 2019, I believe it is. Um, Never made it public knowledge that they had a $6 million home. Did not come out and say what the house was for until um, the news story came out. And then they said it was for um, influencers, um, in order to reach out to um, the black community and you know outreach and everything like that, but um, the only people that have really stayed there is um, one of the leaders or one of the founders of the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, and her her family have benefited from it. Like it's just a whole big thing. Um, they talk about then it went into the fact that. Um, during the George Floyd um, marches, uh, they raised uh, $90 million. But, you know, once again, you're looking and being like, okay, they raised $90 million. They donated like 20-something million to local chapters. Where's the rest of the money kind of thing? And so it's just questions that are being asked. And it's really sad because you don't want this to be a reflection on what the movement is for and what it stands for, what it's doing for our community. Um, but at the same time, like there's some suspicious stuff going on and there's questions being asked and nobody has legitimate answers <laughs> to these questions on why a $6 million home, why do you need it in California? Like what, what's the reasoning kind of thing, you know? So, um, yeah, I agree. It's kind of like the Me Too thing. You know, people think, that, oh, it's just a movement, but they don't realize that it was organized and had all these different parts and moving pieces. And then the people, that's why um, I'm really, even though I agree with the message, um, once they get organized like that, I'm really skeptical about who and what I give my money to. Um, and I find other ways to try to get into it. Um, and do my part because um, I learned that from the Red Cross, I think, and Haiti, uh, or was it Katrina, something, uh, where the Red Cross for one of those disasters, I think it was Hurricane Katrina, raised all this money 
and found out that most of it went to their overhead and went to pay their executives and very little of the money that was actually donated went to help people went to help people and so um and it's just sad because you know black lives matter already gets such a bad rap and such a bad um name uh, no pun intended um that I, I hated reading this. Like it, it just really kind of, and it, it sent me back to, I think it was a story we talked about last year when the same thing kind of came out about the Me Too movement and some of the problems that they were having um, at top in the organizational level. And um, it, it just kind of, it makes those things that are really necessary and have done so much good to move us forward in so many ways socially uh, when these type of scandals hit, especially when the movements weren't popular um, with certain areas, um, especially politically, um, then it, it makes, and they were so misunderstood by certain people, purposely so, um, it makes it harder um, for them to really get the message across. Um, it makes it, it takes away from some of that legitimacy. Um, and and this it, it, it's just a clusterfuck. And we know, especially for Black Lives Matter, um, where we have to do everything so perfectly, where we have to be above board, where it it has to just be above and beyond reproach um, for us and the things that we try to do, um, especially when it comes to bettering our community. This is just like a black eye, you know. Um, so, and I agree. I was like, okay. If it is one thing to say that, hey, as part of your salary, um, it, as the leader or the president of the organization, we're buying this house, you and your family can live in it for this time. But if, if that's what you're going to do, why not be um, transparent about it? You know, and also, if it's for the organization, why didn't you buy a building with offices instead of the house? Why, yeah. Why, why a six million dollar house in California? California is one of the most expensive states to live in. Why would you need a $6 million house in California? Like, mm. well, what are you doing? They still, like, it's real, no real explanation on exactly what they're doing with that house. And I just hate having to question this. But, like, it, it just brings up questions. It brings up questions. It does. It, it brings up a lot of questions. Like you said, at this point, no one has any real legitimate answers. Because I'm with you. Um, if it was for influencers, you could have gotten a loft. And and why are you trying to have like I, I? And to me, that story didn't hold because it's like, well, is this an influence movement or is it a true movement? Why do you need Instagram influencers and social media influencers? We know you have a social media presence, but are influencers really the ones you want you moving your message? You know. So yeah, it, it's just it's just really suspect. And a building would have been better. Um, and like I said, even if I, I almost understand it because in California, real estate is a big investment. So I get it. And if the house belongs to the organization and let's say you want your president or your leader to live there, then that's great. The house belongs to the organization. Whoever the president is, they know that they have a house to live in during the time during the time that they serve. But does the organization even work like that? Like, how do you switch out presidents? Do you have elections? Like, so even that in and of itself is very suspect you know um yeah but it, it, it it's just sad to 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 have to have that 
All right. I think we I think that just about wraps us up. Um, you got anything else? Any other big story that took place while we were out that you want to catch up on, recap, rewind? No, I think we're good. All right. I think we got yeah, I, think, first... I think we did the majors. I think we did too. Um, so look forward. That does it for this episode of the Rewind. Got to get back into the groove here. <laughs> that does it for this episode of the Rewind. Um and uh, be sure to like, listen, and follow. Comment on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and or Spotify Podcasts. You can also keep up to date on the latest in entertainment pop culture news, as well as other amazing kernels of pop culture goodness at the popcornwindown.com. The new and improved popcornwindown.com. Pop, 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 pop. That's it. That's the plug. Um, after this hiatus, though, I still you see you didn't get me a sound effect. But we'll talk about that. I'm catching up on my shows. <laughs> um, and thank you as always. Until next time, I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Bye. Peace.